Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Mark. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Journeys They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. And this episode of A Larger World. Kate, we're going to continue with the vehicles and vessels of Star Wars with the next film, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Okay, let us jump right in. The first vehicle we see is an M68 Landspeeder, which Han, I believe, stole or borrowed for his getaway. Then, of course, they come to Lady Proxima and piss her off. And then he and Kira run away. And he takes his M68 Landspeeder while being chased by an AA4B truck speeder uh, during a stirring chase on Corellia. On their way, they pass a CPHP patrol speeder bike ridden by a stormtrooper. But they managed to get to the spaceport. Unfortunately, things don't work out. And that doesn't work out, but Han joins the Empire. Um, and goes into piloting school. Which then we learned he got kicked out of because, you know, it's on. He has an attitude. The next vehicle that we see is a Y-45 armored transport hauler. Sometimes called an AT hauler. Which the group led by the cunning Tobias Beckett steal which they're in need of for a major job. On joins their group after some finagling, we'll put it to put it lightly, along with his newfound buddy Chewbacca. And they all team up and head to the snowy planet of Vandor. Where then they're going to pull off an old-fashioned train heist with a 20T railcrawler conveyance transport. Which is actually a really cool design. And, you know, to do their job to get the coaxium, uh, which doesn't work quite as well as they'd like, and they end up losing the cargo. (laughs) 
Beckett doesn't want Han to come with him to report their failure to their leader, Dryden Voss, because Beckett knows that Han's going to be branded an outlaw if he joins in this way of life, and also he's going to share the blame. Beckett wants to spare Han that. A quite a noble move, considering that Beckett just lost his wife because of a butched job, a butch, a botched job. But even then, he doesn't want Han to share the same blame. A surprisingly noble move from Beckett. But Han and Chewie both decide, nope, we're going together. We're going to go to Beckett all together as one team. Unfortunately, having lost Val and Rio in the process. Okay, we're going to take a short break to hear about our sponsor. When we come back, we'll discuss the rest of the vehicles and vessels in Solo, a Star Wars story. See you in a minute. Okay, we are back. And that was a word about our sponsor. Now, one vehicle, a very important vehicle, I forgot to mention, is the Skyblade 330, ridden by Enfys Nest. Along with the other members of her crew, one of them who rides an Arrogantis X Skyblade 221 swoop bike. I don't know these from memory. I'm looking at the Wikipedia website. Um, and they, of course, ambush our heroes. Heroes, quote unquote, as they're stealing the Coaxium. Because Anthus Nest and the Cloud Riders want it for themselves. And this, of course, leads to a crazy tug of war that ends up losing the Coaxium. But that first shot and the music of Anthus Nest on her speeder bike leading an attack is extraordinary. Okay. So. They then go to First Light, the First Light, which is the ship, or yacht, owned by uh, Dryden Voss. Ah, yes. A nasty fellow. Now, Dryden Voss is interesting because... At first, he kind of tries to seem noble or to seem, you know, welcoming, friendly. What's the right word? Kind of like a monarch, kind of like an enlightened, patient, accepting monarch. But then he takes them into his study. And boy, he lets it out, lets them have it. 
So, after more finagling, they convince Dryden Voss that they can get the coaxium that's needed from Kessel and take it to Savarine. Khan discovers Kira is also on board the yacht. But we don't really get the details of how she escaped. He said, how did you get out? And she says, I didn't. And that's all we know. So, that, Kira is sent with them. Sort of to, quote unquote, keep them in line. They need a ship, a very fast ship. To which Kira says, I know a guy. Mm. And who, pray tell, is that guy? That guy is Lando Calrissian, who they meet on Vandor at a place called The Lodge. We're after a bit of sabak in which Lando is cheating. Kira convinces Lando to take them. Aboard is YT-1300 light freighter, the Millennium Falcon. Now, we've talked about the Falcon before. But we have not talked about what it looked like when Lando owned it. Ah. Uh, it was quite uh, fancy. It was all nice and clean. It had a bar. It had a cape closet. Mm. Quite fancy, but as we know, got banged up during their crazy trip through the maelstrom surrounding the planet Kessel. The Acadies Maelstrom. And let's just say that the Millennium Falcon took quite a beating. And, uh, of course, during their ship, they ran into an Imperial Star Destroyer. During their trip, they ran into a Star Destroyer. And lots of crap went down. Now, when Lando owned the Falcon, the front where the two mandibles were at a 
a whitey dart, which is a space tug that Lando had modified into a life pod. The whitey dart and a regular engine and hyperdrive, and it was attached to the front of the Millennium Falcon. They had to eject it during the trip through the maelstrom. So that's another vessel. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the new vehicles and vessels. There aren't a lot introduced in this film. Which is pretty cool, I think, that there aren't that many. But I think of all the ships that were introduced... I'm not really sure which is my favorite. You know, Dryden Voss had a nice yacht. And the YT Hauler is kind of cool, I guess. But that's about it. So not much, but some interesting additions to the Star Wars canon. So, there we go. Alright, thank you so much for tuning in to A Larger World. Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.